you are listening to Central Church's Vegas Valley Podcast. Join the conversation as we look back to the weekend and talk about the next steps that God is calling us to take. Let's find ways that we can truly be the church to the city of Las Vegas by growing spiritually and loving others well. Following Jesus isn't just about hearing, it's about taking action. We aren't meant to live life alone, so let's join the team now and find out what's next here at Central. Welcome back, everybody, to the podcast. This is Brandon. It's my favorite part of the week. Just touching base, looking back at what God's doing around here and talking about what he's doing in our own lives, what sort of steps we're taking to continue on this journey to follow him. So anyway, fired up, excited to be here with y'all today. Let's go around the room real quick and say hello. First up, we've got a returning guest to the podcast. That's the one, the only Joe Richard. How are you doing, Sir Joe? Hello, Sir Brandon. I'm so thrilled to be here. Can I just take a minute, Trav, you'll remember this deeply. Mm -hmm. I believe it was Saturday of this past week. We're getting ready for the first experience here at Central. Yep. And I believe you and Joe were setting up traffic cones. I'm going to say approximately 10, 30-ish in the Mm AM, 10-ish, somewhere around there. Yep. Pouring rain, freezing cold, Mm -hmm. and I felt bad for you. Well, then we finished, and about 10 minutes <laughs> after we finished, it was no longer pouring rain and freezing cold. So now that the was, sun was out. That was great. Come on. Bird it, singing. It warmed right up. I believe I sent you a text to encourage you guys at that point. Yes, you did. Yep. You were so uplifting. Yes. After it had happened and once it was sunny. <laughs> I said, but Yeah, it was freezing cold. It's warm. The rain has stopped. Let's go set up those traffic cones. After they were set up. Yes. So it was a good day. Your heart was in yeah, the right place. We commend you for that. Was Thank you. It? Hey, I was freezing yeah. cold and I was out there for about an hour, but just shout out to Joe. He was Joe. there about 45 minutes Let's before go, me. Joe. So he was really cold. You know what? Yeah. Get it for Joe. Yeah. It was not warm. I feel like traffic, like running traffic is somewhat of a rite of passage. Central. Like everybody should have a, a season. A I'm here for it. To lead traffic. Yeah. I think. Because it's... It's important. Yeah, it is. Yeah, some it's, seasons longer than others. Yeah. Seasons. Traffic is the very first interaction someone has when coming onto the property here at church. So I've always said it's a study. I'm, I'm not saying I've always said, but there's a study that says the very first person that makes an interaction with you at any point is the strongest reflection of what that organization means to you. Right. So if you pull onto the church parking lot and a traffic person is being rude to you, not helpful. It's a big deal. It kind of taints the whole idea of the church. So it's important what y'all do. Congrats. Yeah, it's like the opposite too. Like if someone comes with predetermined notion that this church is too big and no one will notice me. And when the traffic guy notices when you're on right. on property, that's big and makes you feel welcome and that we're glad you're here and we were expecting you. And so if you have a passion for that and you are not on a team, you can talk to Sir Joe Richard. Oh yeah, we're building it up. It's going to be a powerhouse. That's true. On that note, that's very true. We need people. It's an important part. We could use some help. Joe needs Joe needs some someone to lock arms in the freezing rain. <laughs> I know that's not it's the not best. It's not always way. freezing it's rain. Not, yeah, yeah. This is yeah, the best not time a great here sales to, pitch. Like this is. is the best time here to do traffic though cuz the weather's perfect. It is. It's not 130 degrees yeah. outside yet and you, you get to stand there and just like wave to people. It's yeah, like, it honestly, how long are you out there for? Like 20 minutes, at like yeah, 20, maybe 30 minutes at a time. You're not out there for a whole long time. Yeah. And I've honestly, I've done it for a couple of weeks now and it's great. It's like, pretty yeah, fun. People are really happy to see you. Yeah, I, I would say definitely reach out to us because we could for sure use some help and you could be part of that first impression as people show mm-hmm. up to church that weekend. It's huge. It's huge. And Joe so, always, like new team members, Joe always gets their coffee the first time they serve. That's too, true. So that's, yep. that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Go see Joe. 
Yes, mm-hmm. Joe. That's Thanks, great. Um, as we continue these introductions, the next one, <laughs> 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 so it is uh, DJ Travis McGonagall. Welcome back. I don't need as long as an introduction as Joe, but I'm glad to be here. Um, yeah, let's talk about this week. What a good week it was. I love it. And also, Sir Kevin Devereaux, back on the pod. I know it's good to be back. I think I occupy, we we're talking about this, like number seven on the podcast roster spot. So it's pretty rare that I'm here, but. Yeah, there's I'm not like rankings here. per se. Uh, not official. Per se. I think unofficially I'm sitting around seven or eight, maybe. Trying to move up, though. Trying to move up. Seven, eight, unofficially, number one in my heart. There's, oh, there's thanks, nowhere Trav. to go but up. I love it. <laughs> You're at the bottom. <laughs> Only one way to go. Uh, when I hit rock bottom. Mm, oh, that's a central. Travis, nice. Plug. Central live original. Nice work, Trav. Wow. It's all about the plugs today. Well, hey, let's uh, jump back into the weekend. This past weekend was week three of our series Back in Black. Uh, Pastor Judd brought us a message. It was amazing. Really good stuff. I think we can just kick it off right away. What stuck out to you guys as kind of something that was big that you connected well with? What were your thoughts? Let's go. I'll dive in. Yes. Uh, one thing, you know, Ju- uh, Pastor Judd talked a lot about contentment, and he used, he had like three myths uh, that kind of led to uh, generous. But the first one was myth number one: I just need a little more. And it's like, I just for me, it's always been like it's never mattered if I had a little or I had a lot. Like if I look at where I'm at now compared to five years ago, ten years ago, it's like immeasurably blessed, right? Just in people, relationships, um, stuff like that. But like, I still always want more. Like we always look and it's, I battle that daily just with, and it's everything from, you know, deeper relationships with people to just stuff. Like, I mean, I love stuff. I shouldn't as much as I do, but just like gadgets, like stuff like that. But like, we always think like, oh man, like, like if Brandon got like a really cool new something, I'm like, I want that. Like I have just enough stuff, but just that contentment thing. Like I, uh, I deal, I struggle with contentment a lot. So that really was uh, great for me just here, really hearing him talk through it and think about, um, I think one of them was like, you know, think of a time where like what you have now is what you aspire to to have type thing. So uh, that was something that really just hit home for me and just being content and happy with where I'm at. That is awesome. I loved it too. I think along those same lines, when it came to contentment, I liked how, you know, Judd was saying that we think that the road to contentment is the stuff is whether, whether it's a blessing, whether it's items, whatever it might be, we kind of have this built-in idea that that's our road to contentment and money can never provide that long-term. But I think my favorite thing that Judd said was, you are happy when you focus on the blessings that you do have. So whatever right. it is at that moment, like it caused me to reflect for just a second and to think like, what am I, what are my specific blessings right now? And um, I don't think I, I mean, I, I feel that God's always blessed me in a big way and I'm very thankful and happy and appreciative, but I don't always sit there and drill down the list to myself. Like, what are my blessings right now? So that's kind of what stuck with me. And I, um, you know, I kind of incorporated it into the bedtime prayer routine with my kids um, because I want them to think about those things too. Like, right. Hey, like what, what else are we thankful for? And, um, I don't always, I didn't previously like try to be really specific about it, but now I say like, oh, you know, let's thank God even for simple stuff. Like we have a place to sleep at home right. where we're safe, where we're not cold in the freezing rain, um, and those types of things. But 
man, it's so true. If you, if you're specific and focus on the blessing, that's where you can find the contentment. I love that. Yeah. I think the line that he used that backs that up is he said, contentment isn't going to come from more purchases. It's going to come from better practices. And just referring to that, like the practice is in that, like really recognizing how blessed and like how much we truly have, like how much we've truly been given. And um, like, that's the practice in it. But that was his quote and it was, that was solid. That was one of the things that made it into my notes. Me too. It was a good line. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Like off the same thing. I think in my own life, just like this teaching in the first Timothy was so good, but just line six is but godliness with contentment is great gain. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I think for me, when I just reflect back, I think when I'm content where I'm at is like when true peace and godliness comes into my life. And so it was just a great reminder um, in society that says more, more, more and faster, faster, faster that God says, uh, be content with what you have. And that's where true true peace and godliness can come from. Another thing I took out of it is uh, every blessing comes with a burden, um, but our burden um, could be a blessing for someone else is asking for, which is right. big. Was and to really realize big. that like contentment, that perspective of what we would call a burden out of like a blessing would be like someone's blessing. And so to be content with that and yeah, this message really hit home for me. What'd you think, Joe? Yeah, no, um, that last thing that you said about your what you look at as a burden could be a blessing to someone else really stuck out to me and how like contentment isn't necessarily a change of circumstance, it's a change of perspective right. and how nothing around you needs to change for you to be content, but your heart and your mentality is what needs to change for true contentment to lay in. I love that. And Travis, that uh, passage that you were sharing from First Timothy true godliness comes uh with contentment is great gain um it continues on with that idea that we were brought we brought nothing with us when we came into the world and we can't take anything with us when we leave i think judd's kind of line that he used there was you never see a hearse with a u-haul attached right <laughs> yeah that was, funny. <laughs> that was a good one <laughs> which is hilarious but i mean that is it's so true like yeah. how often do we think about what do we need to prepare stockpile gain future like what's your what are you going to leave all, all these things are you know in in themselves like noble ideas like i want to provide for my kids and make sure they're they're good to go like that's all great but like walking that line and, and thinking of the tension like i shouldn't be trying to store up things for myself or things that i know are temporary like i should focus on the eternal things right um and that's so big so i don't know um if there were i mean it could either be other things from the sermon or or if you all had something on your mind that you were kind of thinking would be a next step for you to personally take or something that you might suggest that someone that's listening in could think about taking what you guys have from like an application perspective yeah i think from i can start but for me, because I'm not speaking out of um, just like trying to teach someone, but it's out of experience. But it was the myth three, which is I can't afford to be generous. Right. Um, I was in my, my place in my walk. It was really early in my walk of knowing Jesus and just learned what a tithe was. And my first thought is no way I can afford it. Um, and maybe you guys listening are in that spot or was in that spot as well. I'm like, I barely am make, making paycheck to paycheck now. I'm in my early 20s. Um, I don't have another income in my life. I'm a single guy, like, and I have all these bills. There's no way that I can be generous. And that was for sure a myth and a lie uh, for me. And I just started out there. I didn't like tithe right away. And 
say everything is rainbows from there, but I took a step. Just it was a couple percentage. It wasn't ten percent, and just gave it to God and trusted Him. And over time, God moved in my heart and put this spirit um, of generosity in my heart into where now I'm uh, what you would call tithe, tithe plus, and which is awesome. And God's just really blessing me. And but it doesn't like go from zero to a hundred. Uh, but it was a journey for me and God of just walking that out and leaders. So I encourage you to be praying for that for a step, if that's something that you need to do. And just to be encouraged that you don't have to just jump all the way in, but just a step and in the right direction can go a long way. Yeah. Even with generosity. And I've, I've told my giving story a lot, actually, but I don't know that I've actually ever told you guys just cause um, you know, this is from a long time ago, but in 20, it was like 2010, I'd been laid off from a job that I had and, you know, I had a salary and benefits and all that. And I was during a time where my wife <clears throat> had just graduated college to be a teacher and Clark County school district that at the end of that school year, it said, Hey, we don't even know if we're going to hire teachers next year because our budget's way off. Now, 2010, obviously different economic time than we're sitting in now, uh, depth of the recession, all of that. So I, um, you know, I didn't know what I, I kind of had an idea what to do. So I decided to pursue real estate started in that, but that's not a business where like you get hired and you get a paycheck two weeks later. You know, it's one of those that, you, know, you might you get paid when you do business but anyway that first summer um my it was when a lot of schools here were still year round and my wife uh, was substitute teaching she made 100 bucks a day she'd take as many jobs as she she could get but generally it was like one to two a week so i mean there were months for a couple of months where literally like our tithe would be like 40 bucks 30 bucks that's all that we made um thankfully we had the the ability to move back in with her mom for a few months while I kind of got my real estate business going. Um, that was, you know, tough to take on. Like as a dude, like I'm like, Hey, I'm, pro- I'm supposed to be like the provider and leader of my family, yada, yada, yada. The moral or the the point of the story is that we continue to give, um, we continue to stay at a tithe level because it wasn't about how much, like sometimes it was 30, 40 bucks. Sometimes it was more, you know, I, I had the opportunity when I was fully in business and real estate where I was able to tithe a lot more, which is incredible. Like I was thankful to that, but we stayed faithful in it. And, you know, through that, like my business built rather quickly. Um, you know, I like literally it was like, I think it was about a year and a half later, we, we bought our first home. And I still remember we were sitting at sweet tomatoes after the gym one night, like when we got our pre-approval letter and I'm like, babe, like think of where we were like a year and a half ago. Like we literally made, we're making $300 a month and we were in a position just to buy a home. Like it wasn't extravagant, but just we've always stuck at that tide level, good times, bad times. It hasn't mattered. We've stuck at it and we've just been immensely rewarded through it. Um, you know, many times over because of just staying faithful in it. So it's, it's one of those like trust. It's tough. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I mean, you know, when you're thinking it's like, okay, we made 400 bucks, like 40 bucks is a lot when you only have 400 bucks, like that's a big chunk of money, you know, but, uh, but we did, we kept at it. And, um, you know, we've just been blessed immeasurably and we've always stuck with it. And, um, that's just like my giving story is an encouragement that it doesn't matter if it's a dollar, a million dollars. It's about doing it, being faithful yeah. to what God's called us to do. Yeah. It's like Jed says all the time. It's not what God want. God wants from you, right. but it, it's what he wants for you. And it ties into every one of these points in Jed's message. But I personally have never regretted ever giving or being generous right. of saying, never. I missed that money or I could have used that money. But knowing like especially through uh the central ministries of how um that dollar can be spread out to rescue people and we're rescue rescuers and so it's really cool to just be a part of the lock arms with everyone here at central and really just be generous and yeah 
Yeah, I think my action step uh, goes back to something you were talking about earlier, Brandon, and it's to be more intentional about recognizing your blessings and be more intentional about specifically like looking at the things in your life and how you view them. Um, Because I've found so often in life that you never drift into gratitude. You never drift into contentment. It's something that you've got to make a priority and make intentionality behind. Intentional, yeah. yeah. And so just kind of with everything going on, being in my early 20s and like a new kind of chapter of life starting, I can so easily feel like chaos is all around me and just overwhelmed. Right. But to really take a step back and look at, okay, what I might view as chaos in the moment is actually what God's blessing me with and using to grow um, my stamina or my endurance through the season. And so just choosing the perspective of gratitude and choosing the perspective of seeing things as blessings rather than burdens uh, is something that I definitely need to be more intentional about. That's huge. I think my biggest next step out of it, another line that uh, Pastor Judd had said is nothing will destroy your sense of contentment faster than comparing with someone else. And yeah, Man, just like this day and age, obviously with, you know, all the social media platforms, like it's, it's easy to compare. I think like the adage is like we compare our reality to somebody else's highlight reel, right? It's mm-hmm. like if you look at someone's Instagram feed, it's like I'm not putting in, you know, right when I wake up in the morning and, you know, have bad head and bad breath. Yeah. I don't get bad head, but, you know, it's like you're not comparing. <laughs> I know you to can't that. see right now, but Kevin's bald. <laughs> I've got, I, listen, I could. So grow that's why it. you can't have bad head. I could grow it if I wanted to anyway. Uh, you know, but just that hair like, is not a burden to you know, him. comparing and, and it, it just all like loops in, you know, loops into being content with what we've got, you know, with recognizing our blessings and just not, not comparing it to somebody else's yeah. blessings, you know, and being, you know, one thing that he really talked about that I've been working on a lot lately is, you know, if a friend or somebody I know is, is blessed, whether it's a job or financially or their family, something that I would even say is a desire of mine, you know, just being like really happy for them. Like. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is incredible. I'm, I'm so happy that, that you're just being blessed that you're doing, you know, the right stuff and God is blessing you. And, and just even that prayer of like, God, you know, help me to, you know, help broaden my shoulders to be ready for that blessing. Yeah. You know, that was, that, that was big for me. It's just that comparison game. And Hey, along those lines, quick shout out to a leading and loving it. Um, there was a line that came out of there a couple of years ago. There was a speaker that came out with hair extensions that were definitely not her own. Sure, and yeah. um, I know who you're speaking of. Yes. Oh, you do? Sounds yeah. familiar, yeah. And uh, she came up with a line, um, when you start to compare, remember Julie's hair. Because when you wear things oh. that are not your own, when you put on stuff that <laughs> is not your identity, that's kind of when things just do not look right. Do you think Julie's going to listen to this? She, that's a great I think question. She, I think she tunes in every we week, I'm guessing. It, we should probably send it yeah. to her and just say, hey, uh, I'll, uh, Joe threw a shout out Do we know you. anybody that made, can reach out and ask the pod. her? Hey, uh, Julie's <laughs> Joe's mom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually good to preface. They're going to be like, man, Joe's me and calling out some lady on <laughs> her hair extensions. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> the more I compare, the more I despair. Ooh. Ooh, Ooh come that on. was Jed. That was that's good. good. That's good. I've heard like comparisons like a killer of joy, joy, joy yeah. killer as well. Mm-hmm. Like all those lines, but it's true. Like especially um, just you're with your peers and your friends because you're so close with them. I think it's easy to be like, what? Why? Why do they get this? Or why do they? they right. I work harder, and that's not the point at all. Like are comparing, but it's just super comparison to joy, especially in the financial world. Um, but that's where being content where you're at and is where you can really find peace. Right. I think one piece that I was kind of taken away along those lines as well is the contentment with what you have is 
is good. And obviously I want to be thankful for everything I have, but there's also like one step deeper for me, which is I need to trust that God who has such a, that has the whole picture, right? I only, I only see some things. And is it true that some people have more stuff than me? hundred percent. That's true. Right? So it's not like I have to pretend that I don't have as much as someone else, but when it comes to being content with what I have and not comparing, like, I think the heart of it for me is knowing like God has me where I am for an actual purpose. Right. Yeah. And whether it, part of it is protecting so me because I do think if I have too much, like, will I start to not have like the faith or need to have faith in God at some point, or will I, uh, be distracted or like go down the wrong path. Like I think at some level for me, I have to just remember that God's blessed me greatly, but he's also like going to have me where I am for a purpose. And I, and I think of, you know, obviously Paul said it in a huge way. Like I've learned what it is to live with abundance and with nothing as he's sitting there in jail with literally nothing. Like that's, that's big for me. That kind of idea of whatever I have in, in a season like, I think that the key to contentment for me is just to know, like, God has a reason for that. Like, yeah, is it more or less than I think I want or need at that moment? Maybe, but like, can I just take one step further and just have faith that there's a good reason for that? And like, I might not know it, but I should have faith in that. God has right. started to work in me. He's faithful to complete it. Like, he needs me to go on the path I'm on for a reason. So for me, I think that's kind of my big application for myself oh, that's good. Like, be thankful for what i have but like know that it's what i have for a reason yeah yeah as you're talking i just don't want to ever be in a spot where i just want to be in a spot where i can be super generous but dependent on god on the same time like mm-hmm. and it's such a big thing and uh to learn those principles now like to when i do have a room to be a lot generous that i can stay dependent to god so that's huge yeah i think for me i've found like contentment never comes from having enough it's always like who you're resting in and so if you're really taking time to rest in god and grow your relationship and being intentional about being in the word that's how to strive for i guess contentment like that's the practical how do i become more content is just rest in him abide in him 100 percent. yeah it's never going to come from stuff no yeah you can always have more you can always be at a higher position but there's no one better to rest in well, I yeah. think Pastor Jad even talked about that. Like he referenced it to his Amazon cart of, you know, like, hey, I have, um, I have all this stuff like save for later or whatever it is, and it's like, I know I'm going to save up for that. I'm going to get that. It's going to bring me happiness. And then you get it, and it never truly brings you happiness. It's just more like right when you first get it, you're like, this is amazing, and then a day later, it's like, oh, gone. Yeah, cool. Doesn't register anymore. That's mm-hmm. so true. And um, yeah, I was watching some uh or something on tv that day and a guy was talking about that that idea of you know that amazon mindset where it's crazy how much we've kind of conditioned ourselves to with the ease of access with how quick stuff comes like we just want to keep ramping it up like it's never enough for us more and more and more like how fast do we get something like it's never good enough like we got to same day delivery which Honestly, that kind of blows my mind. Like, if you think, right. if you think about that the for just a second, that takes like that's crazy. But and it's and it seems like random. I don't know. There's like you know 
there's obviously logarithms and things figuring out like where we need things around the world that's placed for a purpose. But anyway, point being, point being, stuff happens fast and it still wasn't good enough. We had to be like, no, same day delivery, not quick enough. I need <laughs> <Yeah>. prime now. <laughs> what, two hours? No, not good enough. I need prime one hour delivery. <laughs> yeah, it's a thought like that I go through every year. It's like in my hand right now is the world's fastest, smallest, best computer ever made in a cell phone. And in a couple of months, I'm going to throw this thing out and get the newer right. one. Like, like we're just never content with, oh, I, with technology. I canceled even. an Amazon order. Well, literally, I ordered knee sleeves while I was at the gym this morning because my knees were hurting. And then I, during my workout, like during a rest thing, I ordered it because that's how quick it can be. And then I get the email. It's like, we'll be delivered March 5th to 7th. And I canceled it. like, no. Yeah, I canceled. I'm like, that's not fast. I mean, that's a week away. I'm like. I don't know what like imagine like, saying that 10 years ago I know planes trains and automobiles to get them here and I'm like nope that's not good enough so like I canceled it and I ordered different ones that are prime they'll be here tomorrow <laughs> you know so like funny. it is it's just it's it's such the world that we live in and it's like it just it, we shouldn't be that way right yeah <laughs> like it's just amazing that I can in 30 seconds actually go on be like this is what I need order it pay for it but it's still not good enough but it is I love like, I love that Pastor Judd took the time to speak about contentment because I feel like we live in a world, we live in a day and age where everything in our society is fighting contentment. Like, everything right. yep. is going against that. But then we're supposed to be countercultural. We're supposed to be living the way God wants us to, not the way the world wants us to. Well, we just live in this age where, like, everything is at the, like, your fingertips, right? Like, yeah. any piece of information about anything in the world, like, you can just... You don't have to type it anymore. Like you just say, "Hey Siri, what's this?" Don't don't say that. People's people's <laughs> yeah. phones all over the place. Yeah. Just went out. Uh, you know, oh, no. if like, oh no. You know, I remember it used to be like if you'd hear a song like playing on the radio, it's like, "What is this?" And you're like, "Really?" You have to listen. So you could say, "Oh, that one was by." And then just and now it's just like, yeah, you're just like, "Hey Siri, what song is this?" And it tells you, and it will buy it for you, and it'll do and everything right away. Yeah, <laughs> everything in this room is yeah. lighting up right now. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. This is called Steven or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, hey, uh, the kind of like parting thought that I sort of had while I was reflecting on the podcast today was I just think that uh, one thing that I've sort of heard from several people over the past week or so, we had a first step recently, uh, met with a couple people from that that were looking to take some next steps. Um, I've just got this kind of recurring story that pops up where people are experiencing like a difficulty or a hardship and are kind of in that moment taking a break from God and church mm -hmm. and sort of just stepping back. Cause this is, I just was dealing with some stuff. So I haven't been here in a while, like something along those kind of sentiments, I think has been kind of a trend I've been hearing. And, you know, if that's you, I just want to encourage you like, you know, like get here this weekend, right? Right. God wants to give you the opportunity to be around his people, to hear a word, to worship. And um, I know that everything inside of you makes you want to sort of like retreat and take a break, but you're not giving the chance to snap back out of it or surround yourself with the right people to kind of be able to get over that hang up or that struggle. So I don't know. That was just something that's kind of heavy on my heart that this week, like, I hope that speaks to someone, but you know, even a reminder to myself, like always make the priority to be around people to get here and, uh, you know, see what goes from there. It's awesome. Love it. Yeah. Well, thank you on behalf of everybody here in the room now, but Nick and Ariel, but just thanks for listening. It's been awesome to, 
to hear mm-hmm. feedback stories too of just you guys connecting in on the week and we love to connect with you on the weekend and talk more about this stuff so if you see us in the hallways we'd love to talk about just jesus and what's going on here at central for sure that's right Truth. i love it well we'll catch you guys back here next week and uh as you're continuing on before it gets to saturday sunday just remember that if god is for us who can, can be against, against us? us? Who can be against us, everybody? It's from Romans 8. P.S. Have a great week. Adios, amigos. <laughs>